0: whatever it takes i know i can make it through hello And welcome or welcome back to another episode of Below the Dot Podcast, where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation, every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. I am one of your hosts, Terry McGregor. I am your other host, Chris Sharp. And welcome back. Welcome back, yes. Um, today, my friends, we are recapping season two, episodes 12 and 13. So it's a two-part special
1: titled White Wedding.
0: But first, we'll get into some trivia for Terry as these dogs join the podcast as well.
1: They're so disrespectful. Okay, I feel <laughs> like I do notice a difference in the sound. I don't know what it is. I think it's like just a little bit more echoey. Hopefully, it comes out okay when... Yes, like, let me This doesn't sound bad. Like, I feel like I understand you just fine. It's just in case, you know, for our dedicated listeners... Terry lost the dongle for her headphones and you don't have to be on
0: bullshit. So here we are. Here we are. I'm going to set up my little bootleg sound system as you start trivia.
1: Oh, so it is time for trivia. Okay. So how does Fancy know Spike?
0: This is funny because I know the answer, but I also remember looking at her hair first when
1: I saw her (laughs) and it's
0: because Spike does her (laughs) hair.
1: (laughs) You didn't need to do that. Because you know what? I have a clip about that later because Spike. Do you though? Do you?
0: Spike's hair abilities are very questionable this episode, I have to
1: say. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Who did JT see in the shower by accident?
0: (laughs) His grandmother. (laughs) Yes. I'm glad you remember. Yes. Because I remember thinking, okay, so we're talking about his parents and his grandmother today. Like that's something new.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you know, grandma comes back later, but the parents are M I A. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, before you get started, I guess I'll just I'll read this before I forget. Um, disclaimer, as I took these notes, this is the episode where I was under the influence. But I think the notes I think the notes actually turned out okay. Um, I've don't think I've ever read them sober though. So um, we'll find
0: out. <laughs> That's a fair disclaimer. I love that phrase.
1: Um, okay, friends, this is the part of the
0: show where we get into Terry's tidbits, but today Terry doesn't have many tidbits. So the one that I did find and that I found quite interesting is the fact that in episode 13, so the second one we're going to cover today, Emma has her first kiss, but so did the actress Miriam McDonald. So her first kiss was actually Sean Cameron, AKA Daniel Clark. Um, so she had her first real kiss on screen for everybody to see and for her to never be able to forget, which I thought is hilarious.
1: Can I just say that? I think that's shitty that they do that to kid actors. I agree. I don't think it's a little bit off. Like, yeah, I don't think we should have kid actors have to kiss or like that, like it just shouldn't even be a thing. And I know that's like a relatable thing, especially because like, you know, they're kids and like, that'll help other people relate to them. But, Like I think that's unfair to take their first kiss for them and from them and put it on a TV show. Who exactly. And then
0: being able to watch it back seven hundred times or have someone tell you that they've seen it is a bit much for me too. Cause I feel like even just like having them kiss on the cheek is better than them sharing like a first actual kiss. Like that's yeah. relatable for younger people to like kiss on the cheek. Like that's supposed to be a thing. But and it's like yeah. who
1: wouldn't who wouldn't feel pressured to go forward with it? Even if people are saying it's okay, you don't have to do it. I don't know. I just don't think that's fair. Remember, I think I sent you, I don't know if you saw it, I sent you that TikTok of Effie from Skins, who was like, I have trauma from that show. So, if I watched it, there was a TikTok you sent me that got deleted. So, I wonder Mm. if that
0: was the one. Oh, let me go see. But Skins, ooh, that was some mess, child. So I can it only was. imagine. I can only imagine. It was so... It went there. Like, it went really deeply and dark. <laughs> oh, no. It's
1: still there, I think. Let me click on it.
0: Watching Euphoria for the first time thinking this is crazy for 17-year-olds than remembering what I was doing on <gasps> TV at 14. Watching... Yeah. Oh, T. So yeah, I have that was to go epic. watch it then. Yeah. Not surprised.
1: But yeah, so... I think she said in the comment, she mentioned that she had like trauma from doing it. So I don't know. I just think that we owe kid actors more. I mean, they're kids who just happen to be acting because you need kids, obviously, to be there. But Mm -hmm. I think that they deserve the right to be treated like kids.
0: Agreed. And it's funny to just go on a quick tangent. I watched a... Instagram live recording uh between Cassie who played Manny and then um Miriam who played Emma and they were talking about I think we might have touched on this before um that while Emma was going through or filming the episode about an eating disorder she was actually going through it herself so I couldn't was she um, like she was having
1: I, I thought th- she had the eating disorder back I thought that that was like an earlier season like something that not her, but her in real life, she had it before in the beginning seasons. And then it was new for the, wow, interesting. Keep sorry, keep going. No, it seemed like from what I heard
0: or understood of it, it seemed like things were going on in her personal life that were also being reflected on television. And that was one of them. And then she said- That is
1: insane.
0: Isn't it? So like, I think in the same respect, could you imagine like, filming scenes maybe that are like more grown and then maybe having trauma based around that and having, you know what I mean? Like that's wild that right. they don't vet those storylines out to characters based on what they're going through. I don't know if she disclosed it. So that's something to note too, but it's just interesting that you would allow someone to act on screen, something that they were struggling in, you know what I mean? At that age, at least.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I actually, so I just Googled it cause just curious to see like exactly what the wording was said and yeah, it says on the this. the cast of Degrassi, blah, blah, blah. Mir McDonald reveals the writers made her character Emma anorexic while the actor was recovering from an eating disorder of her own. That's got to be terrible. How, t- like, how tough
0: has that have to be? And
1: yeah. triggering to not, you know what I mean? Just like
0: triggering. Fascinating. If they knew about it too, there's something to be said about that. Like that's kind of wild.
1: And I didn't realize also she, I imagine they said it because they're quoting the live um, that she had a sister who passed away after 15 years of a serious eating disorder. So, oh, my that's insane. That's that nuts. that's how they portrayed it, and that's how who they had to. I guess it's it's really tough. Um, realistically speaking, I th- imagine it's tough working with child actors because, of course, you know these are things that they're experiencing in their life because. You're writing a show about teen problems because Mm -hmm. this is what teens are experiencing. So, to a degree, I can get it to that extent. Um, I also think that part of just being in the like the spotlight means that you are exposed to different things, and things aren't like certain cultures and lifestyles are more so encouraged. So, you're already being you know people are scrutinizing your weight, or you're scrutinizing yourself and how you're looking, or maybe getting exposed to. Drugs and alcohol that Mm -hmm. perhaps you wouldn't have had access to if you were just, I guess, a regular teen just going to school. And then, in addition to the fact that you are a regular teen, and so you are experiencing all of those emotions, and yeah, interesting. You know, child actors deserve better.
0: Yeah, I agree. I hope that there are more laws in place at this point in time because this was filmed years ago. But who knows?
1: Probably not. Nobody gets them. No. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. For our our opening scene, we're in Mr. Simpson's class, and he's kind of in and out of it while Manny is gazing at him really affectionately, and I guess we can just assume that it's because she's a hopeless romantic because guess what? Mr. Simpson is getting married today. That happened so quickly. It is alluded to while JT is complaining about Mr. Simpson talking about love that Sean may have been in love with Emma. Speaking of Emma, Emma wakes with a start. The wedding is tomorrow. She is high strung and very anxious about the following day. Why did Emma take the day off for school? But Mr. Simpson did not.
0: Look, this is what I was trying to figure out. Cause while Sean and Manny were having this conversation or she was reading him down for being rude to Emma or whatever, like, you know, being a good friend.
1: I was Mm -hmm. like, why isn't Emma here? Because Emma
0: and everyone else are always in this class. And then I realized that she took the day off to which I was like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess, but you got Mr. Simpson over here teaching the rest of the class. And And he was was moving.
1: Right, and it's like, I guess she had to have her hair done, not well. But, (laughs) Mr. Simpson, why are you here? Anyway. Emma runs into the school to turn in some homework or something while Spike waits in the car, gazing at her bag from the pharmacy. Allegedly, she needed to take something for a headache, but does she? We shall see. Manny sees Emma while she's in the school and she shares with Emma that Sean is still in love with Emma. Emma tells Manny that she is not allowed to invite Sean to the wedding, although she does seem slightly interested. Ultimately, Manny knows her best friend. She knows that Emma is curious about Sean, even if she insisted that they're over. Against Emma's wishes, Manny invites Sean to the Simpson-Nelson wedding. Emma wants me at the wedding? Yeah, she made me promise I'd, like, get this to you. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Manny. (laughs) Inviting someone else to your friend's mom's (laughs) wedding is weird. No, why did and then like was that her invitation or did they
0: just have like why did Manny possess so many invitations to be handing them out?
1: (laughs) I don't know why. What is this? The 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 ball?
0: And it was a right a photoshopped wedding invitation that it literally looks like someone made in the media immersion
1: class for the wedding. (laughs) I really uh, I did not understand. But anyway. um i think this is our b plot yes this is our b plot jt is very excited for the simpson nelson wedding because he wants to see the strippers at the stag party for snake this is just silly (laughs) to me why the fuck would they think that they'd be invited like i just i don't understand this plot line it was just so just pointless
0: yeah it was one that they threw in there and there was a while when i was taking notes i was like what is the b plot like i am very confused right now
1: (laughs) right and it's very like there when they have these two-part episodes, I just feel like it's harder to define and mm-hmm. see what's going on. But yes, it was JT trying to see the stripper. Anyway, Craig goes with JT and to- Toby to the strip club and to order fancy for the stag party. And I don't know why they thought that they could hire a stripper they are like 12. At the I, door, I know, right. I know teens are dumb, but I just don't think they are this dumb. I don't I don't think that we did not do cuz Even if JT was stupid enough to say this, Toby and Craig knew absolutely not. I'm so confused.
0: And the internet existed by the time they were filming this. Like someone could have Googled something. We
1: know know that the net was around.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Y'all could have Googled it and you would learn that that's not how you get a stripper, but okay.
1: So Craig realizes that he's going to need to convince Joey to get a stripper for Snake. And somehow against Snake's wishes, Craig is able to convince Joey to get a stripper fancy for the stag party. Why? How? Why are you listening to a child? Your friend told you no strippers. And for some odd reason, you're like, yeah, I'm going to get a stripper. I didn't get it. And
0: you listen to Craig and don't think twice about his motive. Like, you think he's actually looking out for what Snake wanted or, like, the enjoyment of your event? Like, no, he's trying to do something.
1: Like, y'all are just dumb on purpose. (laughs) All right um and angie went to grandma's i did have a cute quick clip of her being like i'm going to grandma's but it was pointless i just thought it was cute so maybe i'll put it on our instagram or something
0: i think it was funny Uh, they threw that in there too so you know that she wasn't going to be at home like we never see we see angie randomly and suddenly it's like okay so angie's not going to (laughs) be
1: yes right because usually we just forget about the kids um i'm looking at you power what was uh, that little girl's name she just disappeared girl. she disappeared she and, and she convenient.
0: came back and was like 13 after the last time we saw her she was like eight so none of that mm-hmm. makes sense
1: none of it all right so emma's getting her hair done by spike who am i do this for a living yes spike is a licensed hairstylist this is relevant <laughs> but we will get to that later while the perm sits um spike goes upstairs to rest We see her in the bathroom, finally opening the bag from the pharmacy. Surprise, surprise. It's a pregnancy test in case you missed it. It's very old and simple. So, like, if you're watching the show as, like, a young person, you might not have readily been able to identify it because I I watched this episode with a male and he had no idea. But (laughs) y'all, no men are dumb. So, I don't know. I remember I had to be like, no, that's a pregnancy test. What? She's pregnant? How'd you know? She literally just took a pregnancy test. How did you miss that? (laughs) Meanwhile, also, I don't remember who I watched this with, but I guess I did when I took these notes. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Meanwhile, the cake arrives and it's not the wedding cake they ordered, but instead a cake for someone's birthday. Emma goes upstairs to tell her mom and finds out that Spike is pregnant. I think it's weird that she shares this information with Emma before Snake, but... I guess since they basically grew up together, I think that's mm-hmm. the type of dynamic that young moms kinda have with their daughters. But anyway.
0: She learned real fast why she shouldn't have done that.
1: <laughs> she might really figure like, it out. I really like sharing that clip on our Instagram. <laughs> so it was a mistake. Uh yeah, Emma. God, you've been driving us all nuts ever since. So true. Anyway, Spike slash Christine was set for a loop with this pregnancy. She was not expecting this to happen, which is fair because apparently she was actually using oral contraception. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, if you don't take it correctly or whatever interacts, who knows? I think she actually may have said it, but I can't remember. Emma seems to be upset by this news and she stoically tells Manny, okay, let me tell you, I have never used the term stoic. Let me, like, I'm like, where did I even get this from? Don't mind me. I guess, I guess that's where (laughs) I was going. (laughs) Anyway, so she stoically tells Manny about the news when she comes over, and we are treated to this line, which does not exactly age well. How did it happen? I mean, I know how it happened. Do you, Manny? Do you?
0: Mm, She's gonna find out.
1: <laughs> anyway, Manny tries to lighten the mood by telling Emma that Sean is coming to the wedding. She demands that um, Manny go back and uninvite him. When Manny points out that something smells. <laughs> My mom. Wow, a licensed stylist screwed up Emma's hair. I'm not a hairstylist, but I do not understand why there was nothing that she could have done. Was Legally Blonde a lie? Can you not just wash up the hair? Was it too dry to comb through? Did they not have conditioner to help? I wrote all of these questions, so you know what? (laughs) I'm saying. it. If any of our eight (laughs) listeners know, can y'all let us know? That was literally what I wrote. All right, so there we are. That's
0: so funny. No, I was very confused about that, too. I mean, I wouldn't know a thing about perms because... You know, right? <laughs> um, not where I lack, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just didn't understand that. Like, I like okay, I get you can't put chemicals in it, but what do you mean chemicals? Like, you can't just condition it after, like right? Was, well,
1: but you know what? Um, and I mean, prove me wrong. But <laughs> conditioner is like foreign to white people. Mm, I'll never fair. forget when I worked at this camp, and I remember these like we had some. If you don't wash, watch children, um, they will not comb their hair. <laughs> they will not. They were like eight-year-olds. So, you know, we're working at a camp and we're telling these kids, go into the shower, wash your hair, come back. And we did this a couple of nights. And it turned out that they were just like, I don't know, going into the shower, turning on the water and maybe washing their bodies. Definitely not combing it. A couple of days went by and it was like, damn, your hair is matted. Oh, oh God, no. What are we going to do? Because um, I cannot send you home like this. And somewhere in there, like, I guess, you know, being black, I was like, well, let's just use conditioner. And I remember, like, they were like, how did you get that out? Oh, my God. Mm -mm. What is this sorcery? Oh, wow. You did it. And it was just like conditioner, girl. Conditioner. Like, white people walk around with hay for hair and be Mm -hmm. like, my hair is so dry. I have no idea what to do. And it's like, do you not use conditioner? I don't understand. And I understand to a certain extent that you're not going to use maybe conditioner to the same degree that we do. Like maybe right. they actually do use a dime-sized piece of conditioner. Mm-hmm. But I have encountered enough white people who do not use conditioner and do not know the power of it and will be sitting there with knotted hair. Specifically, I'm looking at my white friend with a biracial black daughter, no idea how to call through that hair. And I'm like, ma'am, moisture. Moisture, moisture.
0: Girl, yeah. because And then I also assume that people be using that two-in-one stuff. Like nobody, look. <sighs> well, men, me. it. men like, love it. Men love it, but white people in general, mm-hmm. exactly, <laughs> will buy up some two-in-one. And I'm sorry, y'all, but that's not how it works. <laughs> like You need right. separate conditioner and shampoo coming from someone that buys two conditioners and one shampoo at a time.
1: <laughs> like. <laughs> but but ask a white person. They tell you the answer is no, you do not.
0: This is unfortunate.
1: But yeah, so we find Sean later with his brother Tracker working on a mo- motorcycle. And as you know, love this continuity for him. Sean shares that he's attending a wedding tomorrow when Manny comes to uninvite him. And I need to know. <laughs> so as Manny walks up, she trips. And I want to <laughs> know if she tripped on purpose or if this was like lib because it happened so naturally. <laughs> and it was really good. I liked it.
0: It was a great entrance for what was about to happen too right don't worry about it Sorry. no 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 don't worry it's, it's no problem
1: again i told y'all like 10 episodes ago that i'm including every single clip of the moment music so there it is <laughs> poor sean cameron is upset meanwhile at the nelson household the gang is back together Snake is currently moving his things in bit by bit. He laments about, definitely don't use the word lament, about how much he has, been, has going on. Someone does what someone always does and that they ask about children. Snake is super against having kids <laughs> because, I don't even think he said that. I think I just added that in there. Because they have so much on their plates and this discourages Spike and she no longer wants to tell, talk to Snake privately because she was going to tell him, "Hey, hey, Snake, I'm pregnant but now she knows how he feels. And this is just so childish because mm-hmm. you are a grown-ass woman. You are, you are a grown-ass woman. I don't understand why you were discouraged. You were on birth control. This is a surprise Mm -hmm. for both of you. All you got to be like is I'm pregnant. I I don't understand.
0: Yeah. You know what I could think of too? And I'm trying to remember because I know I watched the episode from Degrassi Junior High where she found out she was pregnant and told the person that she was with. I'm wondering if that's why she's literally Mm, like she's expecting. Yeah. She's like expecting the result to be bad. So now that she heard that he ideally doesn't want to have kids now, I mean, people plan for kids and then a lot of times people don't so just because right. he said that he doesn't want to have kids right now you can't that's not going to make you not pregnant girl like and you still should have the conversation because that's someone you're about to marry it's not just a partner or like someone right. that was when they were dating at 15 like it should be a little bit easier to take in because you're adults like you're saying you know
1: right and it's like yeah you're on birth control so he wasn't expecting you to get pregnant so of course that's what he's going to say right is has he told you not to go off the birth control so you know that he's got, it's going to be a shock for him regardless. But I mean, I like how you tie that in. That's possible. <laughs> uh, B plot. JT and Toby's dumbasses show up to Joey's in anticipation of fancy. Craig finds out that he isn't invited to the stag party. I don't know why he thought he was invited. And Joey tells him right. all off and sends him away. Next. <laughs> um, Spike is at dinner with her friends, not drinking. And wow, red flag, Spike. Guess who figures out that she's pregnant? She didn't, like, she didn't even try to hide it from him. She, she didn't. didn't. Girl, they have mocktails for a reason for this. Mm.
0: She was over it. You could tell.
1: Ugh. Spike is wearing icy eyeshadow, which was irrelevant, <laughs> but, um, you know. She is talking some nonsense about, maybe I'm not meant to be with Snake or meant to have this baby. The fuck?
0: What? It went so many places that it didn't need to go, like, in a matter of seconds. So I is see- this- where emma gets some stuff
1: from (laughs) Uh, yes because it's like is this how y'all be thinking i don't understand i i couldn't anyway why would she like why would she abort the baby if she wasn't gonna stay with snake like so if you want it like i don't i don't get it she's like talking about like i should abort the baby and break up with him well aren't you only aborting the baby because he doesn't like i don't i don't understand i don't understand me, I, and I don't understand why aborting the baby means that you still can't be with him. I don't get it. Ugh, anyway. Yeah. Emma's watching a movie with Manny and discussing how she would love a younger sibling because it'll make them feel like a family. She takes a towel off her hair and Spike takes one look at Emma and realizes that she's ruined everything. She <laughs> definitely ruined Emma's hair. She did. Mm-hmm. Emma rushes upstairs to comfort Spike about the pregnancy while randomly brushing her mom's hair. Spike <laughs> shares that she might not have the baby. We don't want any more kids right now. End of story. End of story for who? (laughs) Like all 13-year-olds, Emma cannot think outside of herself. She is upset. The episode closes, but we shall continue to part two, where Emma is berating her mother about her body autonomy and right to choose. I feel like with Emma being a feminist, her anti women standpoint on this is really conflicting, but I'm going to give it to her being 13 because 13 year olds Mm -hmm. can be like that. So, all right, I'll give it to you.
0: Um, I think this here too is just like, again, this conversation of having an abortion, the fact that you're talking to Emma, like, Why are you having this conversation with Emma? Like, I get that you guys are close, but you still haven't even told the person that you are about to marry and who you would actually want to have kids with. Um, Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's her decision. But why have you not told him yet?
1: Like, having this talk with your friends makes more sense than having the talk with your 13-year-old child because Emma is who Emma is. That bitch mind everybody's business. And you know
0: that. And you just told her two key things that you wouldn't want anybody else to know. She already told Manny she's pregnant. I made that note. Just like, Emma spilled the beans instantly. Right. Now you're going to tell her you're thinking of an abortion and think she's not going to tell someone else, let alone snake? Okay, Exactly.
1: So we have to take into context that Emma was born to Spike at a young age, so I know, like, whatever. Emma does remind Spike that she needs to consider Snake, which, why do you have to hear this from your 13-year-old child? Anyway, Spike, because Spike does need to consider Snake, but unfortunately we can't even begin to think about that because she upsets Emma when she says, If you had an abortion the first time, I wouldn't be here. Well, if you're in my shoes and made this mistake a second time honestly i understand where snake where spike is coming from but i also get why it was difficult for Emma to here because she's a 13 year old and she's selfish i mean mm-hmm. we're egocentric like wow you just called me a mistake bitch and it's like she didn't mean she was this mistake but ma'am you have to know she didn't mean to get pregnant at fucking 14
0: yeah that doesn't seem like the ideal situation for anyone considering how her her life ended up turning out it was fine but like Think about her partner and like think about the fact that she thought she wasn't going to have the support to do it. Like that's not something easy to do in general. So doing and it at 13 about, isn't easy.
1: And think about how Emma is a menace. <laughs> so You went through all that work at 14 just to have a child like this. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Truthfully. And that's why she told her to her face. She was a mistake, but she's still here.
1: But yeah. So it's just like, Emma, you know, you weren't planned. But anyway, JT and Toby are lurking outside the Jeremiah household trying to see a stripper Toby, she's a stripper. Privacy
0: isn't in her vocabulary. Um, That is crazy. I didn't even notice that. (laughs) Hang on a second.
1: Friendly reminder that this is not true. Um, Fancy is still entitled to privacy, even if she is a stripper. Anyway, Toby (laughs) mentions here that JT has walked in on his grandma in the shower. And I wonder if this is a moment where the writers decided that JT lives with his grandma.
0: Yeah, because there was a point where he mentioned his parents and I can't remember exactly what it was, but also I was saying at the top of the episode is just like, they mentioned all three of these people. Again, I don't know that we ever really meet anybody, but they said something about his parents and then they made sure to tell us that he saw the grandma in the shower for whatever reason.
1: So <laughs> I randomly wrote Mr. Radditch is at snake Stag party. <laughs> <laughs> question mark, question mark. Yeah, uh, my boss is definitely not invited to, I mean, I, I'm not having a bass rat party, but if I did, um, you're not invited.
0: I made the note, too, just, like, Mr. Radish and the rest of the teachers, um, if anyone else was there, I didn't notice any other teachers, but they were there to turn up, girl, because they got 87 jobs, so they heard that homeboy was having a stag, and we're like, we really gotta make it count on this random, like, what was it, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday night? Like,
1: Right. And I guess I'm gonna go back forth a couple of times. All right, so... Manny is comforting Emma, who claims that this isn't about her. It's about her potential half brother. This is rich because Emma is making this all about her.
0: (laughs) And she (laughs) tries to convince you that it's not happening.
1: You're upset because your mama called you a mistake. Let's call it anyway. Um, She, yeah, she's she's, like, she's not thinking about her. She's thinking about herself and I could have been an abortion. She's not thinking about her brother and she's not thinking about her mother. Downstairs in the Nelson home, Caitlyn and that other friend who directed that one episode are comforting Spike. (laughs) They are. They tell her to call Snake the next day instead of interrupting his stag party, and they're right. Like now is not the time, girl. Meanwhile, at the stag party, Fancy arrives to the party, and Craig gets sent upstairs. And at this point, because yeah, like I'm sorry, when I think of like Craig being potentially being at the stag party, was that little boozy? (laughs) <laughs> yeah everyone always goes in on a little, little boozy like come on anyway at this point jt and toby have fallen asleep and they missed the show i have so many typos throughout this this
0: is funny for this part specifically i made the note of just like did no one notice they were missing like they had been gone since it was daylight and now it's almost they, two in the morning you they hit
1: their parents with the the classic i'm spending the night at the other person's house
0: i had that same exact thought and that's probably what they did but still i don't know it just it's not sitting right with me like nobody noticed somebody was missing no like one. something was off no one called to no confirm one. like
1: <laughs> all right where are we so emma lays awake thinking about the cluster of cells and she decides to sneak out to tell Snake. And when she arrives to the Jeremiah household, she trips over JT and Toby, which wakes them up and creates a commotion. She ends up telling Snake, who's pissed, that he's finding out this way. And I can't believe that Emma's still referring to him as Mr. Simpson in this episode, question mark, (laughs) which I guess is my thought on it. And the next morning, Snake is MIA. Spike and Snake got into an argument over how Snake found out about the embryo. They leave to have a private and I'm also I'm almost certain I'm referring to this as an embryo as it's <laughs> like being passive aggressive. They leave to have a private discussion and Emma can be seen crumbling up some bread. I don't know. Anyway, outside, yeah. Joey. outside Joey and Manny are blowing up balloons. Emma is upset and making things about herself again. Emma, stop being a baby. Just get ready for the wedding.
0: Manny. Mind your own business.
1: Oh, that's funny. Didn't I tell you the same thing last night? I was so glad that Emma told, Manny told Emma about herself because someone needs to say it. Truthfully. Emma, Emma storms off and heads over to Sean to invite him to the wedding, where I love that he, Sean is just like, Emma, you interfering? It's nothing new.
0: Right. The fact that he said that and... I don't, I don't know. I just didn't take it as endearing. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: <Just> yeah, like... <laughs> no, I loved it. Cause someone, I mean, they needed to say it, but it was definitely not like, we just, I mean, if you recall where their relationship goes, that's basically what he does to her again and again and again.
0: I think that's funny. And I made the note for this too, because I mean, this is literally what Manny told her not to do. So like the fact that she's having a fight with Manny over it now and is like going to run to Sean and like pretty much apologize and talk to him before talking to Manny. Didn't sit right with me because Manny told you not to do what you did. Well, and you I mean, did that's,
1: it. you know, that's how Emma is. You know, she always put in the dick first. I don't like that, girl. That's whack. And
0: also you still owe Manny an apology because you ended up inviting Sean to the wedding, realizing that you exactly. were being exactly. irrational or that you were actually still interested in him. And she already told you that you were. See, so <laughs> this saying. is the second time you ain't not listen to her. So
1: it sounds like she knew. Mm hmm. Okay. Anyway, so Sean ends up reassuring Emma. She invites him and Snake and Spike are discussing the news on how it shouldn't have come from Emma. Snake expresses that they should have stayed friends and walks away. Will they be getting married? Question mark. Everyone's waiting outside the church anxiously. Is it going to happen? We find JT and Toby who are discussing how they're in trouble for their actions from the previous night. Craig comes in and tells them that Fancy is at the wedding. I think he's like there's a fancy surprise or something stupid. And they climb over themselves to see her and are disappointed to see that she's being escorted by a male partner. She tells them that Spike does her hair. No, not awkward at all. (laughs) Anyway, Snake and Spike are talking about the surprise pregnancy. And we learn that Spike was on. Oh, I did write this in there. Spike was on the birth control pill. She says that it wasn't a mistake to have Emma. But I think the fandom would beg to differ as I put in parentheses. (laughs) therefore they should keep this baby too and they decide to proceed with the pregnancy and run to the wedding snake tells spike that the stripper from his stag party is her friend and spike laughs it off. fancy can do what she wants with her body it's her business i just want to say that there was no like continuity in that it was like they ran to the wedding and then snake snake like that's not what anyway whatever and anyway so i just feel like Spike saying this is consistent with her view on like her body her choice and all of that mm-hmm. stuff so I like, she's like yeah Fancy can do whatever she wants with her body and I can do what I want with mine and y'all need to mind your business and so I, how did Emma become the minister? right how do we end up with Emma <laughs> anyway she tosses a bouquet and Joey catches it missed opportunity for Joey to marry Caitlin because <laughs> I just really just tested like teased this couple and I've had enough And this episode was probably inspiration for that TikTok I had about how they should have ended up together. Anyway, Emma sees Sean sitting on a tree by himself and approaches him. They share their first kiss, which, as I I shared here, but you shared earlier, was Mira McDonald's first kiss IRL. And I even wrote, wow, I am consistent. I wrote, I think it's sad when actresses have to have their first kiss on TV. And I hope this wasn't true for her. Oh, no. (laughs) The episode ends.
0: (laughs) I have to say that Sean looked like a Backstreet Boy in a music video when he was standing by the tree by himself in that oversized white shirt. (laughs) He did. That is so funny. Yeah, well, I think also something to note is the fact that after all that, they didn't even get married in their outfits. Like, they ended up in their dress and their, like, tuxedo or whatever at the after party or the reception. But for the ceremony, they really ran up in there in some jeans and stuff like that. And after all that drama and stress, I'm not doing that. Like, (laughs) you can see this dress that I paid entirely too much money for. Yes, you're right, girl. And I also made the note too: is if I would have found out that I was pregnant, I was about to get married, I would cancel the wedding because I'm trying to turn up. (laughs) Like, we're gonna have to reschedule this because no, I'm not not drinking at my wedding.
1: Which makes me think of the TikTok sound. Oh. That's cool for you, but me, I'm a turn up <laughs> or whatever that says.
0: Literally. So that was my thing. Like, Spike, go ahead and have that baby girl, but reschedule the wedding because aren't you trying to turn up?
1: Right. Um, I agree. Or I mean, I would have just canceled the wedding. <laughs> I would have gone and got married, but I wouldn't have had it at the wedding. But you know what? No, because I would have been mad about being out of some money. So you right. You right. Yeah. It's conflicting. You know what? Also. I mean, we look at that timeline. How early was she in that pregnancy? <laughs> That's why it's just if, like. If she, if she hadn't told so many people. Right.
0: Could you imagine if she was just like, I'll just test tomorrow? <laughs> I might be
1: calm girl. Why did you take that test the day before? You could have waited until the day after. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Y'all are going to be on here like, this is unethical as hell. Yeah, you're right. You report us. There is a TikTok about
0: this, though. And I don't know if I still have it, but it's terrible because it. <laughs> there's just like a bunch of comments from people saying all the things that their baby endured before they knew that they were pregnant.
1: Yes. Yes. Terrible, but great
0: content. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: All right. So for my episode moral today, I said, don't start. No shit. Won't be no shit. And (laughs) you should have just sat there and ate your food. That's for Emma. That's Mm -hmm. for Emma. Yeah, because of all
0: the things that happened in this episode, my moral was: don't go around telling other people's business that doesn't belong to you.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. What were you doing, girl? You like, out here trying to
0: ruin lives? That is crazy. The night of their stag and the day before their wedding, like.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's doing a lot and doing the least. You know, At as a wise man time. once said. Actually, I don't know what a wise man once said. Let me go Google it. <laughs> <clears throat> For niggas that don't really do shit, I swear, y'all be doing the most. <laughs> Stop worrying Back. about whoever's next. I'm just worried about my mama worrying less. Okay, we didn't have to keep going. That's be so Be quiet. Funny. I'm doing the toast. <laughs> all right, anyway. <laughs> um, any other comments about this episode?
0: Um, I think the one thing to know is I was trying to figure out why there were so many Degrassi people at their wedding and, like, why were all of Emma's friends invited? That seems very expensive to me. And it seems like a lot of people to feed for no reason. Um, And then the stag thing threw me off because I had to Google it. I didn't know that they actually did stuff like that the night before. That just seems like a lot of stuff to be going on before your wedding, but it's fitting for men to do it the night before because they don't do shit on time. So Mm -hmm. the fact that there's a stag the night before you get married. and And
1: that's why he got that stripper at the last minute too. Exactly.
0: Um, But yeah, I mean, they reference it too in their conversation, Spike and Snake, when they're talking, they talk about how this kind of all is rushed. And I just made the note that like their storyline, rightfully so, because it's about the kids at this point, but their storyline is like background noise, because like one minute we hear that they're dating officially and Emma likes him. And then the next episode, we hear that they are engaged. (laughs) And now this episode is a two part episode and they are married. So this happened very quickly. And they at least made reference to that when they were having the conversation. So that made me happy because I'm like, you can't sit here and act like we've known that you were going to get married this whole time. Like This happened very quickly and now y'all are bringing a baby into the picture so their storyline is moving very quickly in the background. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, it, it was mainly about Emma so there's only so much enjoyment you can get out of an episode like this.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going to think if I missed anything else. Let me see if I see anything else in your notes. Yep. Yeah, no, you just said they went zero to a hundred. They in a little more grown.
0: Yes. This is the funny part. Cause I thought I was onto something and I thought Manny was wearing the iconic pants that she wears in season three when she comes out as yeah. the iconic. They're not though. Cause the pants she was wearing in this episode were form fitting and we're showing that Manny is going up for sure, but they weren't the same low rise jeans that she wears with that thong. <laughs>
1: Right. I see you have some predictions for Cranny. Um, what happened in here that made you think about Craig and Manny?
0: Just because they were dancing in that last scene before Emma goes were to Were they? Yeah. Considering Whoa. how their last the last time we saw them, yeah. their date was terrible and they like, you know, she decorated his locker, all that stuff. It was funny that they were dancing and they were like cordial. So I was like, Oh, we're about hmm. to get some content from them. They're not done with each other.
1: Speaking of predictions, next on Degrassi, Ellie wants more than just friendship with Marco. But when he can't seem to bring himself to be with her, she realizes why. Meanwhile, Toby wants to spend every second with Kendra, which makes her feel suffocated, and it's disgusting. <laughs> like, ugh, vomit. Just thinking about what Toby was doing to poor Kendra, ugh, gag, <laughs> boom, tomato, tomato, tomato. Anything else you want to say?
0: No, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that wraps this week's episode of the below the dot podcast if you enjoyed your listen please tell a friend to tell a friend to hold you over between episodes you can follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok under some derivative of the username below the dot feel free to reach out with any questions comments or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whatever it takes at 385 at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and we'll be back on your airways this time next week Not the way it's gone